common man. They created common core to dumb down our children. They created common past to track and control us. Their commons project to make sure the commoners own nothing and the communist future. They see the common man as simple, unsophisticated, ordinary. But each of us has worth and dignity created in the image of God. That is what we have in common. That is what they want to take away. Their most powerful weapons are isolation, deception, intimidation. They desire to know everything about us while they hide everything from us. It's time to turn that around and expose what they want to hide. Please share the information and links you'll find at thedavidnightshow.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. If you can't support us financially, please keep us in your prayers. TheDavidKnightShow.com All right, folks, welcome back. This is The David Knight Show. I'm Tony Arterburn filling in for the great David Knight. I'm going to be joined uh, by my good friend, Billy Ray Valentine, uh, here very shortly. Actually, I see him. He's he's in the back office, so actually we can go over this article together. Even better, let's add, let's add Mr. Valentine to the stream. Even better, Billy, I can, uh, I can uh, <laughs> talk to you and bounce off uh, of the great Billy Ray Valentine, this, this article that I pulled up. There's two different ones that I pulled off technocracy.news this morning. And I was talking about in the first hour, you know, again, you know, we, we do America Unplugged together every week over on Rockfin on the America Unplugged channel, along with the legendary Don Jeffries. And uh, I've been talking about Ukraine and this issue for quite a while before it got into really got into the alternative media right? Uh, because I saw the warning signs and I've been studying the history for a while and, there's nothing good coming out of this. Uh, and I don't want to be an alarmist and we'll go over some of the key points here before we jump into, uh, you know, some of the, the AI and stuff that I'd sent you and, uh, the, the war, but yeah, Billy, we, we've got, um, uh, we've got some big challenges ahead and recognizing the dangers I think are really important, but anyway, we'll, um, back to welcoming you to the David Knight show, um, welcoming you back. Of course, this is my good friend, uh, Billy Ray Valentine, uh, host of the Infinite Fringe podcast, uh, researcher, truth seeker from the Bronx, New York, <laughs> as the uh, as the intro to America Unplugged says. But welcome, Billy. I'm glad I'm glad you're here. Me too, bro. Me too. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, you know, I listen to David Knight almost every morning when I'm getting ready to get up and out, and when I'm traveling. Uh, so it's it's uh, it's an honor to be on here, and and uh, and you know, I've, I've been extremely busy. And uh, and I've had some time, and and uh, so I'm I'm very glad I could be here with you today, and well, all the people. What's up, everybody? Yeah, I I know that you, uh, Billy, will send me like screenshots of the David Knight show, or a certain <laughs> clip, or especially if I'm on, he's like, hey, I'm watching. I'm like, I know you're watching. He's a, a fan of David Knight, and 
Right. I've been a fan of yours before we even met. And now we're, you're the, the best friend I've never met. Right. <laughs> I mean, we, <laughs> we never met in person, but I talked to Billy all the time. He's right, uh, right, right. a really genuine human being and a smart, smart guy. Uh, always, a always a value his opinion, but yeah, I, I didn't expect you to be here. Uh, so early I was going to go over, uh, this article that's up on, uh, technocracy.news that by a, a site, by the way, that, that Billy introduced me to, I love Patrick Wood. I actually subscribe over there. I, I pay the seven bucks or so a month to, uh, to get his, um, his, his blogs that he puts out and, uh, on the newsletter. And I like to support sites that are, that are genuine like, like this, but this made me laugh. I don't know if you saw the the clip of George W. Bush uh, saying that the the brutal invasion of, of Iraq. <laughs> and then he went, oh, I mean, Ukraine. <laughs> and then he said, but Iraq, too. I mean, the guy, the guy, I mean literally, I've never seen anything quite like this, Billy. Um, we're living in, in insane times. But this this the title of this article, and I, I don't need to read the whole thing or even most of it. But there's there's something interesting in the title. It says the neocon warmonger insanity. Monkeys with matches in a room full of dynamite is what <laughs> Patrick Wood uh, pulled apart this article. And it's really, you know, again, some of the same things I say, some of the same things David says. Um, he's talking about the fourth turning. And, uh, of course, the fourth turning is is um, a book from the 1990s. Strauss and Howe actually have it right behind me on my bookshelf. Mm -hmm. uh, that was a book that I, I bought because I heard David Knight talking about, about history goes in cycles, you know, about a fourth turning is about, you know, that, that happens once every 80 to a hundred years. That's a cataclysmic reset of society, usually culminating in a big war, you know? And so I know that the elites have tried. Um, and I think this is something that nine 11 was a part of, you know, the opening to the fourth, the fourth turning was, was around the, the early two thousands. I think they wanted to, redirect the trajectory of our history of where we were going. That's just my opinion, but I look at what they're doing now. And, uh, you know, this article up on technocracy.news, it's saying everything that I've said in the last week about how U S and NATO are playing with fire. They're poking the bear. Uh, this is no longer a limited conflict between Russia and Ukraine. This is in the early days of the conflict. There was constant talks between both sides with the possibility of a negotiated resolution. The American empire nixed those talks. The neocons representing the interests of the military industrial complex uniparty see an opportunity to further enrich themselves by believing they can bleed and weaken Putin. But who is really being weakened in the long run? Just ask the, ask the article. I think um, we're being weakened, Billy. We're having, we put sanctions on ourselves. You know, we're, it's our values to now, I mean, I, was, I don't know if you caught the first hour, but I talked about how Washington state this headline on zero hedge is resetting their dis gasoline dispensers for $10. I mean, these are our values, Billy. We're putting sanctions on ourselves. We're going to pay what, how, I don't know how high the gasoline price is going to go. It's kind of like that year 2000 glitch where they didn't have the numbers in there. <laughs> like it's after the switch over. So now they're going to have to start resetting the pumps. Um, you know, and again, the article says, uh, Putin's military operation began on February 24th. Oil was $93 a barrel. It's up 13%. And despite economic sanctions, Russian Royal, uh, uh, oil revenue is higher and the ruble is at a two year high. So these sanctions are again, Russia's getting stronger. 
the U.S. is bogging itself down. You forty billion dollars to the big guy, <laughs> from the big guy, ten percent to the big guy, right over in, into the Ukraine. So I mean, again, these are these are not uh, great indicators of of where we're going. And um, I, I know that you've been paying attention to this as well. Um, but I'll, and again, I'll just get your quick opinion on this before we yeah, move man. on to some of our topics. But you know, what what do you think, Billy? What we're, we're um, have as far as my my commentary on all of this uh do you think that i'm i'm off base to pay so much attention to it do you think it's a maybe a a misdirection and is there something i'm not seeing no i mean i i don't think so there's probably something that none of us are seeing right and and i was going to get into that um with uh you know the psychological warfare that we're going to touch on later on you know it's it's uh it's being revealed to the mainstream right it's the 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 revelation of the method right the 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 methodology of the new world order <laughs> you know and um so but the whole point of the you know of having these uh a new world order is is to preserve knowledge and not give it out you know to to the profane right to the people right we, we you know so there there's probably something behind the scenes that we are not seeing that being said um, you were up on this from the beginning on America Unplugged. We would talk about it, and I would say, I don't know. I don't think <laughs> I don't I don't know, Tone. I don't think this is gonna happen, you know. Um, I have to see it to believe it. I am a doubting Thomas. And um, you, you know, were consistent and said this is gonna be a problem. This is probably gonna happen. Keep an eye on it. Way before uh, uh anybody I heard in the alternative media, and quite frankly, way before um the mainstream was uh was hitting on it you know um to the point that they are now anyway so no i i i certainly don't think you're off base and i'm i'm in no position to question you at this point since you've been absolutely right and i've been absolutely wrong right but um it's really concerning because at this point it puts people they, they've been crying wolf for, for a long time you understand for for lack of a better term that's done. You know, there is no crying wolf. It's happening right now, right? There, there is a war going on and uh, there are a lot of parties involved, just like you mentioned. And un unfortunately, uh, our foreign policy, not our foreign policy, the foreign policy of the government of the United States uh, is uh, putting us, the people, in a very compromised position, you know, um, and, and it, it doesn't look uh, like it's going to end anytime soon. And I am very concerned, very concerned about it, very concerned about the money uh, we're paying at the pump, very concerned about uh, supermarket prices. And, uh, you know, now they have uh, uh, shortages in milk, which which uh, babies a uh, formula, which goes back to the natural and the unnatural. Right. Like if we were keeping to what God intended here, you know, for, for us to feed off of our mother's mother's milk. We probably wouldn't be in this problem, you know, but, but, but we're, uh, you know, going further and further into an, an artificial state and yeah, you know, does, uh, formula have its benefits probably. Right. You know, I mean, but, um, ultimately it puts us in a position like this when, when they are in complete control of what we eat, what we drink, how we, how we, you know, conduct our lives because they control the food supply. You know, um, and uh, so what's going on here, it's affecting many, many areas and uh, everybody in the states is experiencing it 
in one shape in, in one uh shape or form like everybody is is feeling it. uh there's no denying it the the cloak has dropped right the emperor's walking around with no clothes and now everybody sees it yeah 100 percent and uh who knew i mean just when they announced that you had to change the language to chest feeding that there's no more baby formula. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how ironic is that? We're, guy? we're being, uh, again, you know, alternative media is, is where guys like you and I belong because we're free thinkers. You know, we're not going to go along with the, with the mainstream. And then we even get in trouble because we, we question alternative media. We're the right. alternative. Like you say, we're the alternative to the alternative because <laughs> we just want the truth. You know what I mean? Again, you can make money and that's why I love, uh, hosting for David, I have such respect for David Knight and his program. And, and, um, I'm very careful with David's show, as you can tell, I mean, Billy's watched me broadcast hundreds of times and, and I'm really careful with David's show because I respect him so much. And mainly because I know that this, this show is about research. It's about finding the truth. It's not about an agenda. And, uh, I just see, um, you know, not being an alarmist, Billy, but, this is sophisticated warfare that's being waged against humanity on multiple fronts. You know, we talked about um, this morning, I talked about population replacement and you know me I, again, I am um, I, I'm in no way a promoter of race. Right. In, in any way I'm a promoter of culture. I think mm -hmm. culture is a good thing to promote. Um, but again, when you talk about population replacement, that's a real thing and we don't have to get into that, but that's one of those aspects where, you're not supposed to talk, be able to talk about this. You're not supposed to talk about uh, the new world order. Oh, well, you're a conspiracy theorist. You're not supposed to talk about the great rate reset. You're a conspiracy theorist or, or COVID-1984 because you're a conspiracy theorist. All these things that, that we talk about are coming true. It's, it's all of the, the war being waged on us is on multiple fronts and it's, it's sophisticated, you know? And um, that's why I wanted to have you on in the last hour because so much of this, and we're going to get to this video uh, here, uh, from Super the, scary, his right? psychological operations. And I want to tell you a story because I, I know this unit, by the way, uh, is at Fort Bragg, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you a story about, about, uh, meeting the commander of that unit many, many years ago, but you know, we're, we're in a psychological spiritual war and that's becoming ever more apparent. I think having a certain amount of humility is healthy too. Um, because I have my ego, you have your ego, we all do. And if you can't get on the air and do this without some bump of, of confidence and ego, you, <laughs> you, you would wither under the stress. Like I'm going to say the wrong thing. Probably, you know, I'm going <laughs> to, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to make a, I'm going to, you know, mispronounce something probably, um, you know, I'm not going to do well probably, but so that this, the thing is we have to, we have to have a certain amount of, of ego, but, um, humility, I think in the face of all of this, it's, it's, it's bigger than an individual. Right. It's bigger than all of us, folks. This is um, these are unprecedented times that we're in, and um, and I, again, I wanted to see what you your opinion on where it's leading to. You got multiple fronts. We could talk about war. We can talk about AI. Uh, we can talk about cultural Marxism. Uh, you can talk about all these things, and it really goes back to one agenda, and that's the agenda for a great reset, a one world government. Um, in my opinion. And then you could have a different opinion, but this is about um, consolidating con control uh, under the blanket of a few different entities, and and I think this is sophisticated war to get that done. It's a, the the most sophisticated level of war, right? It's it's a mental, right, psychological warfare, 
uh, that's being carried out against the people, not only of the United States, but the people of Earth. And it's been done for quite some time. They've perfected the technique and they've used it against us here in the United States most recently. Uh, I mean, they've been doing it for a long time, but but at the at the level of using social media, you know, uh, to uh, infiltrate the minds of the people. That's that's what I'm talking about most right now. Um, but yeah, it's it's the highest level of cycle of of warfare that's ever been carried out amongst mankind, period, bar none, hands down. And 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 I would like not to say that I fully understand what's going on. Right. Um, but I would like to the alternative media to uh, shift their attention a little bit, you know, and stop <clears throat> looking at 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 brick and mortar conspiracies and start looking at at the the colonization of the mind of the people, because that's what's going on in, in, in that. When you sent me that this morning, I was like, what is this? You know, <laughs> And and I saw that video and I looked at it and it looks like something straight out of a video game trailer, but it's not. It is the real deal. And, and at that point, I'm like, OK, so this is what we've been talking about in the alternative media for quite some time now. Right. And it's if you ever needed justification. Right. That you weren't going crazy. Right. That you weren't making this up somehow or that you weren't listening to misinformation. Well, now you have the justification because it's coming straight out of the horse's mouth, right? And they are literally revealing this to the mainstream, you know, and and uh, making the normal people, and normal because we are not normal, <laughs> you know, we're over here with all this information, people's, people call us crazy, you know, and sometimes they're right, uh, but sometimes they're wrong. And unfortunately, because I would love to be very, very wrong about all of this, that's not the case. And 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 uh, the army has revealed it to the mainstream. It was uh, on Vice uh, television or, or on a Vice dot uh, com that they published this story, you know, and, and they have, uh, you know, a, a decent amount of traffic over there of people that aren't necessarily subscribing to the alternative media. They don't know anything that we talk about here. Now they're being you know exposed to the psychological warfare that's going on openly. And, and they say things in the video tone. Like, um, who's pulling the strings, right? Who's yeah. pulling the strings? And I'm like, well, what, what, what is this? You know, um, what is it? We are everywhere. We are the stars, right? It says it's, it's in insanity. We are in the shadows. Yeah. What Billy's referring to is a U.S. Army recruiting video, right? This is not, I and mean, this is made by the army, uh, by the psychological warfare right. division. And uh, again, we can just go ahead and pull this up because this is a, a, a great way to to launch into our conversation, maybe go through a little bit of this video. And uh, I probably can't play the whole three minutes and 36 seconds, but we'll at least get some chunks in there for the for the David Knight audience. This is a real video, folks, and uh, it raises some alarming questions. So and and keep back. an eye on that title, Ghost in the Machine. That's key. We'll get into that. Yeah, here we go. Says if your opponent is of choleric temple, temper, seek to irritate him. Pretend to be weak that he may grow arrogant. That's Sun Tzu. See this little clown? As the world watches and listens in horror, the peaceful pro-democracy demonstration in China. It's called Ghost in the Machine. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Says who's pulling the strings? In a chessboard. 
4D chess. 4D chess. It's just eerie uh, pictures of a forest born from the ashes, it says. And there's a little little ghost hanging on a tree of a world at war. You'll find us in the shadows. At the tip of the spear. Mm. There's the Chinese. It says a threat rises in the east. Again, this is... Uh, we're not going to the, play the whole three minutes. But it has this little... I wanted to get to the point where it had the little ghost dancing through it. Yeah, that's, that's Mocking great. you. All the world's a stage, it says. Damn. We've said that before, haven't we, Bill? Thanks, another very important phase of warfare. It has as its target not the body, but the mind of the enemy. The target of psychological warfare is against the enemy's mind. It is words and ideas. The ammunition used by Cywar. Anything we touch is a weapon. Its mission is to influence the thoughts of the we enemy. We can soldiers. deceive. And at the same time, is expected and encouraged to persuade, study foreign languages and the social sciences such change, as history, economics, and sociology. Influence. We must have a broad and sympathetic understanding of all forms of human experience. Gripping at my skin, the walls of night close in. We come in many forms. We get back to the chessboard. The clown. Look at this clown, Billy. I see. We are everywhere. In the movie theater. In the movie theater. Yes, the movie of your mind. There's the clown again. And now he's a ghost. ghost. The ghost in the machine. Right. Yeah, so... Amazing. I'll pause it right there, Billy. Wow. Um, this is uh, one of the most dystopian things I have ever seen. Right. And it's, it's revealing. You know, I mean, when, when I, I just saw the movie theater there, how do they get in your mind? Where's the propaganda, right? <laughs> it's in the movie theater. It's Hollywood, right? I mean, and, and this is what all of this was well thought out. There is no mistake in anything that they put into this video, I recommend that everybody go out and see it as soon as possible. But the Ghost in the Machine title is, is key, right? Because it's what they seek to do. They seek to be the ghost in the machine. We are the machine. And I've said this many times, the people are the machine in their eyes. We are not really the machine. We are much more than that. But they have made us into a well-oiled machine to carry out what it is they want, right? So the ghost in the machine, I've always been fascinated with, with, with that term, right? I'm a big fan of, of staying in the police, right? And that's the first time I heard it, ghost in the machine, you know, and it had the, um, the three, uh, I don't know, there were digital, uh, digital uh, images of Sting, Andy Summers, and Stuart Copeland. That was, the, that's, that was what it was, the, the cover of Ghost in the Machine. But I, I, I wanted to know more. It just seemed like such a you know, interesting phrase. So I looked it up, you know, later on, I, I mean, the, the machine, I mean, the, the police uh, were doing their thing before I was born, you know? So, I mean, I, I had to go back and do research about this stuff. And, and so I look it up and it leads me to a book by uh, Arthur 
Kosler. You, you, you talked about mispronouncing, boy. I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm notorious for that. Uh, Arthur Kosler, I think it is, or or, or Kos, I, 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 I'm going to mispronounce the last name, but it's called Ghost in the Machine. I, I didn't know anything about it. You know, um, I did know that that the man wrote a book called 13th Tribe, which is also very controversial. And he jumped out a window, they said, and killed himself. Uh, supposedly, I don't know. Um, regardless, the book Ghost in the Machine uh, refers to or does, a, um, you know, it criticizes operant conditioning. Uh, this is by uh, B.F. Skinner, right? Yes. And, and, and uh, you know, this is exactly what's going on in society today is operant conditioning in, in, in large part, right? But it also reminds me of uh, the Bhagavad Gita, right? It always takes me back to that, the ghost in the machine, because it's a really good description of it, in my opinion, right? The chariot is, is the body. The five horses of the chariot in the Bhagavad Gita are the, um, the five senses, right? And Arjuna is the passenger in the chariot and, and he represents the soul, the soul. And uh, the, the driver, of course, is, is, is Krishna, right? It's God, God, whatever you refer to it as. And um, that's, that's the best example of the ghost, the ghost in the machine. The chariot is the machine. Arjuna is the ghost. He's the soul. Your soul is the ghost. So our physical bodies are the machine. Our soul, our spirit is the ghost within the machine that makes it work, makes it tick, makes it understand consciousness, right? right? That's what it is. And this is what they are seeking to be openly. They want to be your soul. They want to remove the soul from the individual. Make everyone into one collective well-oiled machine that carries out whatever they want them to do, but they are the soul. They are the drivers of the mind, of your mind. So we don't have independent thought. All we have is what they tell us. And, we, and, and, and the, biggest, the biggest weapon that they have is that they can make us think our thoughts are our own when they are really not. Listen up, people. Your first bet with Caesar Sportsbook is risk-free, up to $1,100. Download the app and use promo code RADIOCZR and then place your first bet. If you win, congrats. But if not, you'll get your wager back as a free bet. Must be 21 and physically present in New Jersey. New users only. Bet amount of qualifying wager returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Paid as a single bet credit. Must be used within 14 days. See Caesar.com slash promos for full terms. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Caesar Sportsbook. Download it. Hurry into Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchases up to a $4.99 value. Or shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America, and save up to $500 on adjustable mattress sets in stock for immediate delivery. And get a $300 instant gift. Talk to a sleep expert today. Only at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. They're implanted from so many different areas. We got social media, like I said, right? TikTok or, or Facebook or Twitter or whatever, right? You name it, fill in the blank, right? We got the television. We got the radio. We got the propaganda on the trains. You see a train going through that video all the time. You stand in a train in New York City, nothing but advertisements. That's it. Flashing. Hey, buy this. Do this. Tell on your neighbor. Tell on them. If you see something... Say something. Tell on them. What do you think this is? What do you think is going on? Right? 
They are telling us what to do. And then they make us think that it's coming from within, that it's coming from us, that it is a natural individual thought. It is not, right? It's not the case. And, and now with the army putting out this video, they are telling you that it's not the case. Everything they touch is a weapon. Everything. They have a paintbrush in the video. That's a weapon. A pencil is a weapon. Whatever they want is a weapon because they, they seek to manipulate reality. And, and we really need to open our eyes to this. Otherwise, we're up the creek without a paddle. Okay, we need to realize what the main um, objective is, what their top weapon is right now in this time, 2022. We have issues if we don't realize what's going on and it's total mind control. It is, it is the way of the future for the new world order. That's just it. And this is the way they're going to carry out their agenda. You know, while you were talking um, about the ghost in the machine, I kept trying to reference i mean again i'm, I'm not doing anything on the computer because i don't want to i don't want to mess up anything about your talk but i was remembering something i'd read years ago and i believe that the phrase comes from renee descartes it does right philosopher or and, or it, it doesn't it may, it may not come from renee descartes but it is describing uh, uh a philosophy of uh, mind uh mind and body duality right and that's right. why Descartes, that came from Randy Descartes. Go ahead. Descartes, not one of my favorite philosophers, but he right. he he came up with the uh, the phrase, you know, cogito ergo sum, which means I think, therefore I am, right? So that I'm a thinking thing, right? I think and a thinking machine. I think that's right. what the term he used. And they again, they see us as machines. And you're so right. That's that I I didn't put that together. The ghost in the machine. I thought more of a manipulator, but no, they want to be your soul. Your, right. Your, they want to take and hijack that because how you perceive reality is what you give value to. Exactly. You know? And so we could be, you know, again, when you, um, when you destroy somebody's paradigm, like if, if, if a normal person was to spend a weekend, like just hanging out with us and they're like, you know, tell us what, you know, I mean, that, that would really disrupt their paradigm and they may not recover. They may not want to hear what we have to say because it disrupts everything. Um, but that could happen to us as well. It, it, again, it, um, destroying truth, making the truth irrelevant. Uh, that's an article by uh, Robert Gore, my friend, who wrote that article three or four years ago. And it's again the the elites. That's the holy grail to them is making the truth irrelevant and making and supplanting the truth or supplanting what is real with their narrative truly hijacking your spirit and your soul, like getting you to emotionally invest in the narrative. Think about the last couple of years. Think right. about how they're able to, to program people to go from what you would think is a normal human being in, into, you know, social distancing and masking and, and then becoming obsessive about it and washing your hands and hand sanitizing every five seconds and, you know, and then, and then putting masks on children. I mean, you go down the line and then, oh, you know, it, it's my body, my choice until you got to get a genetic code injection experimental thing and they're going to get it and you're going to get it or you're, you're a terrorist. You're mm -hmm. a white supremacist. You know, you're, you know, again, you're an enemy combatant if you're not going to get the, And now it's going to stand with Ukraine. They can change the emotional investment of a mass amount of people right. with sophisticated mind war. And it's, it's evident. I mean, they're literally, they're, they're, they're recruiting people. <laughs> and, and this is just a, 
this is what they admit to, right? right. I mean, this is just the army and the army. I mean, I was at Fort Bragg, North Carolina, and I'll tell you the story. I was um, right after 9 11, uh, I had still um, booked competing in the world championships. I uh, competed uh, for the, I was on the U.S. team over in Bulgaria for the world championships on 9 11. I was in the army, I was a paratrooper in the army. When I got back to uh, Fort Bragg, of course, we we're going to war. They had orders and everything. And I said, hey, I've still got one more meet to go to. Do you, I mean, is that, can I leave? And it was in Reno, Nevada. And I went out to Reno, flew out by myself, competed. It was kind of a, you know, you kind of shrug your shoulder because you realize I'm, I'm about to have to go, go to war. My unit was the first uh, army company on the ground in Kandahar after 9-11. So that's what was on my mind. But I was on the plane flying back. And I'm sitting, I'm playing clothes and I'm sitting next to a guy and we're talking the whole time, just talking politics, talking about what was going on in the world. And, and, uh, he kept kind of trying to find out more about me, you know, and finally we're, we're landing at our destination, I think somewhere in, in, in Dallas. And, um, and he says, so what do you do? And, uh, <laughs> I said, well, I'm a, I'm a military policeman at Fort Bragg, North Carolina. And he says, Oh, really? And then he pulled out and he gave me a coin. He says, I'm the, uh, I'm major general. So-and-so I'm head of the psychological warfare division at Fort Bragg. Wow. <laughs> so it was, uh, I'd sit there and talk to the head of the Cywar <laughs> division for, for two and a half hours on my way back from Reno, Nevada. And, uh, not once did it was mostly one of those surface level conversations, but not once did what we did come up until we landed. And I was, that story always stuck with me because, uh, and that, that memory, uh, just because of who I was sitting next to. And then looking at this, this video, it really is just absolutely disturbing. I, I don't know how this recruits people. Why would you want to be part of my manipulation? Well, th this is going to recruit people that are mentally deranged and that's what they want. They, they, they want people that want that power. You, you and I would not subscribe to this and we'd have like serious moral issues with it. We are not who they want. <laughs> so if this is turning you off, they don't want you. You know, right? They don't. They don't want us. Right. They, they, they want. They, they want people that are going to further their agenda and believe in things like this, right? And and they're gonna even recruit some good people too. Some good people that believe in it, but on a surface level, they don't really know the deeper uh, meanings of uh, the the deeper objectives of of a program like this. And what it's going to lead to, eventually, we're going to have some some whistleblowers. Some people are going to come out and say no, like 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 Chris. Um, oh, I forget his name, Chris Riley. I think it is. I forget his name from uh from Cambridge Analytica. Um, when the, the there were several whistleblowers from Cambridge, but he was the one that I related to the most, you know. And he came out and said, "No, I can't do this," and took off. And Cambridge is just the most recent example of a uh, uh, mind colonization, you know, of a. Uh, of a weaponized assault against your mind. That's what it is. And that's why it was so fascinating to me because I'm like, wait a minute, what are they doing here? What can, what can they do? What have they done? And what can we uh, uncover by, by trying to dissect what it is that we have? Cause we don't have all the information, of course, but we see the Trump cult. We see it now. This is not a natural thing. It came straight out of Cambridge Analytica. There's scripts here that were, were drawn up of how this was going to go. And if you think that's the only thing, you're sadly mistaken. It's just the most uh, evident thing, the, the, the visible thing that they put in front of you. Because, of course, they're not going to show you everything. They're going to show you what they want you to see.
claim. So they want us to see this, right? That there, we we can talk about you know predictive programming uh, and uh, the revelation of the method, right? They they want us to see this for some reason. What that reason is, I don't know, but they clearly want us to see it. Um, and uh, and I think they're going to recruit people that uh, you know of the same mindset because you have to be a little bit. <laughs> you know, a little bit not on the side of 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 of, uh, of being rational to subscribe to something like this. In my opinion, you know, it was a, it's it's a very dark video. I mean, it's it's really well done. Yeah, I mean, it's know? not like previous recruiting right. because you're not they're they're not focusing on outside issues. They're looking internal too. They they weren't just saying we've got a we've got an enemy and we want to. Right win hearts and minds that has nothing to do Ooh, with this this nice. is sophisticated it remind you were talking about cambridge analytica and reminded me of something that uh, vladimir lenin said you know before the the bolshevik revolution in russia uh he said that the power was lying in the streets just waiting for somebody to pick it up <laughs> and uh nobody picked it up and of course it was the bolsheviks funded by the bankers who did and um you were talking about cambridge analytica the data was just lying there waiting for somebody to pick it up. I mean, Cambridge did that. They took the data. That's why they were able to build those phrases, like build that wall, lock right. her up. Like, you, right. you, again, I learned this from you. Is, and I, I wondered, because again, it was things that people wanted to hear, but then you make it out, you know, put it in the mouth of Donald Trump, and then you create this, uh, what, you know, Don Jeffries calls the Trumpenstein project. <laughs> right. And I was thinking, you know, I wanted to talk to you about this too, because it's like, you know, we've me and you both lost listeners because of this, and I'm proud to because we're. I, I want to take take my research wherever it's it's going to lead, no matter if it's going to offend people or not. And you know, it's again, it's like following Trump now. It's almost like he's also a time warp, where like you wonder, like some people see him and he's 2016, and some people see him like he's like he is now. Wow. And like you look, some people literally see him like he's 2016, like like the last five years didn't happen. And to me, I, I, I'm up, I'm up to date. I, I'm not buffering anymore with Trump. I'm like, oh, I get it. You're a globalist shill. You know, you, <laughs> you, 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 you know, um, send us up the, the river. I got it. But some people were like, oh, 2024 got to happen. I saw a bumper sticker this morning. That first thing when I pulled into to the office was somebody pulling out with a big 2024 deal for Trump. And I'm thinking, wow, that is mind control. Yeah, man. I'm glad I'm going to talk to Billy in the third hour because I, <laughs> I need to. I need to like cleanse my mind because I because I, 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 sometimes I feel like am I shifting between dimensions? Is it somebody not see that he did this to? So anyway, yeah, you're you're so right about Cambridge and 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 so much Cywar, um, and that's why I brought up like you have to question yourself. Of course, you had to question your own research. Right, you you have to, and that's what Chris Wiley was was the um the Cambridge analytical whistleblower that I'm referring to, that's his name. Um, what's more powerful nowadays? We can look at all this high-tech, sophisticated military uh, equipment, you know, all, all that stuff they left over in the Middle East when Biden said, let's go. You know, we can look at that, you know, and say, damn, you know, that's really, really powerful weapons, you know, that they have there. Well, what's more What's more powerful, a gun or colonizing a mind? What's a gun going to do if you've colonized the mind of the people that have the gun? What's it going to do? Nothing, right? You get to control the body and you get to control the gun as a result of colonizing the mind. This is what these people seek to do. 
Yeah. And it's so, no longer a secret. It is no longer a secret. And that's why Cambridge Analytica was so fascinating to me. Because in essence, they got half the country to back someone. Um, just based on a couple of keywords, on a few keywords that uh, they got off of social media. And, and then they had uh, 5,000 data points on every American. We've been through this. That, you know, right. That's what they had on every American because we willingly give our information to these social media platforms for free, right? Because we're, you know, we, we, we think we're using a free platform. And we've gone through this. It's not free. It's not free. Your information is gold, right? Uh, data is king. And this is how they manipulate us. This is what they're doing here. And now, and you made reference to shifting between 2016 or 2020 and 2024, you know, what is going on here? You know, and I, I go back to the predictive programming. You look at a, at a show like Black Mirror. It'll show you everything you need to know. And they call it science fiction. It's not. It is, it is predicting exactly what is going to go down in the coming years. So we may very well be shifting realities, Tone. I've questioned this myself, right? But, you know, when, when you see th there's going to be a legit push um, for Trump to be reelected in 2024, right? And um, no matter what happens, it's going to be a problem. If he legitimately wins, the left is going to explode and it's going to be a problem. And if he legitimately loses, his cult, his people are going to say that it was robbed from the beginning. There are no longer any elections that are just going to be accepted, you know, and, and maybe that's a good thing in, in, in some parts, right? That we, we need to challenge these things, but at this point, it's coming from a place of deceit. It's coming from, from a place of, of control, not an organic grassroots by the people, for the people movement. It is not that. This is all coming from very, very high up in the ranks of, of the gangster class, right? The people, the controllers, right? The people that have the means to control. So the SEL group was the parent, parent company of Cambridge Analytica, and they've been running ops uh, all over um, uh, the, the, the world, in particular in Africa, you know, uh, for quite some time. All they did was shifted that weapon and aimed it at the people of the United States. And we are the most susceptible, right? And, and, and I went, we went over this before, but amongst the people of the United States, we've, we've been divided, and that's the name of the game. It's not addition, it's not subtraction, it's not multiplication, it is division. Division is the mathematics of the day, right? So this is what they've done. They've divided us between uh, red and blue, you know, race-wise, white, black, Latino, Asian, many, many divisions there. Um, uh, sexuality, you know, they divided us there, but they've divided the alternative media. We were the most susceptible to the work. We were the ones that they aimed at first. And, and they've succeeded at, at dividing us. And, uh, this is why I think we have such a big problem on our hands. We have to get together, right? Realize that we're being manipulated with a carrot in front of us, you know, that, that we're running towards that we're never going to get, right? And, and as soon as we realize that, we'll be a lot better off and try to break this mental colonization that's going on. That's the, that's, that's the best we got, because otherwise we are in an invisible prison for the rest of our existence.
what I like about your, uh, your program, the infinite fringe. And I, I tell people anytime uh, that I'm on air, if I, if your name comes up, you got to go subscribe to that podcast. Cause what Billy is, is a, is a throwback. He, he didn't realize that, but you, you didn't change through the era of Trump, which, you know, really damaged alternative media because people kept sticking to him. Like, um, I think it was Lord Acton who said back in the 19th century, the, the one failing uh, political move is to stick to the carcasses of dead policies. Mm. And so people are sticking to this carcass and uh, it's just, it's really, it's really damaged. It's damaging everything to, to, to the truth movement, uh, to alternative media, to research. I mean, uh, Trump really infected all of that. And, uh, and I think it's going to, I didn't want to believe it. Uh, I thought, you know, you, did, you were wrong when you said um, that QAnon would keep going if Trump lost in, in 2020. And I said, no, we'll get rid of it. You know, it'll show to be hollow. It kept going. Yeah. It, it's probably just as strong as it was. I have the same amount of people come in here and tell me that they have it on good authority that so-and-so <laughs> they're, they're clearing the tunnels and we're going to be on a gold standard and JFK jr is going to be, I mean, I, all this, stuff, I mean, I hear it. It's pretty regular still in 2022, two years after uh, you know, that he was, uh, <laughs> defeated or whatever you want to call it. He <laughs> was out mule or whatever they, whatever they're saying now, you know, with these, with these ballots. But I just think how, how strong, uh, that attachment to, to him has become. And I think, I don't know, Billy, uh, we have sophisticated psychological operations going on on every front. Uh, it's hard to look and it's, it's hard to find a, a reliable source anymore. That's why I'm so proud to be hosting the David Knight show, proud to be right. talking with you. I know that we've kind of like my collection of people that I know, um, is very small, but our group, uh, you know, you, me, Don Jeffries, Charlie Robinson, you know, like, <laughs> this is, this is a group of people that we're just, Hey, we're, we're here to research. We're here to find the truth. We're, we're, no matter where that leads. And, um, you know, we're, we're not, uh, we're not the grifting type. So that's, right. uh, that's off the table, but I think you're right. I think, you know, the, the, this is only going to get stronger. I think Trump 2024, it's a real thing. Oh yeah. I didn't think it was going to be a real thing. I think you called it. And, uh, I don't know what to do. I mean, it's coming. It's going to do some more damage because you're going to get people that are going to be emotionally invested in it. They don't want to hear about the great reset. They want to hear about the 2024. They want to hear about the election. It's going to be that left, right paradigm <laughs> brought back writ large and, uh, reinforcing it. I think you're 100% correct. You know, um, and, and uh, just to just to uh, build on that point that you made of, about David Knight, we need David Knight, man. We need that. We need that. See, uh, our group here that we have with Tone and, and, and everybody he mentioned, and there's a lot more. We, we, we build ourselves as the alternative to the alternative. Right. Like you said earlier, um, I used to be a massive fan of Alex Jones. Huge. You know, um, that's how I became familiar with David Knight. You know, and um, Alex, Alex has shifted into something unrecognizable, in my opinion, right? And um, I don't know if, if, if David Knight will take this as a compliment or not, but I certainly mean it as such. He's the new tip of the spear. If, if you want legit research, if you, if you want to hear something that's rooted in reality, other than, you know... Alex Jones is not any longer. Alex Jones has the agents of, of this uh, mind warfare on all the time and gives them a platform, you know, 
go, going back to uh, to uh, the chariot in, in the Bhagavad Gita, right? There, there are the reins to control the chariot, right? He has those reins on all the time. He has Michael Flynn on all the time. All the time, the guy is an agent of the New World Order, <laughs> if, if there ever was one, right? Uh, who's this other guy? Steve Puchinik hasn't been on lately because he's been sick or something. But, but I mean, come on. Gives these people a, a platform. Marjorie Taylor Greene, you know, ha- has her on. And, and you know, and, and to talk a bunch of nonsense nine times out of ten, even though sometimes they touch on topics that we may relate to. Let's remember that uh, uh, Donald Trump would say, hey, we're going to get to the bottom of 9-11. We're going to have a, a, a vaccine committee. We're going to do all of this. None of that happened. They say a lot of stuff. But what do they actually do? What do they actually do? You know, so we can't fall for these things anymore. And over this is why I, I listen to David Knight every chance I get. And he, in, in my opinion, he's the new tip of the spear, quite frankly. We, we, we need David Knight. Stick around, please. I, I know you're tired. Please stick around. We, we need you in this fight. I've done this show, you know, a couple of times where I filled in an entire week and it it's taxing. And uh, <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't know. I mean, and I can't even do a David show. I mean, I can do my, I can do a Tony show, which is, you know, we're going to we're going to go over some articles. Well, I'll have some stream of consciousness, have some great guests on like <laughs> you. David can do a three hour with just articles right. and then hitting it one after the other after the other. And you're like. That is you know, to do an hour of radio. Most people don't know this, but if you if you do an hour of radio, you need an hour of prep. Generally, yeah. unless unless you're just going to free because you know guys like us, we can go on, we can do an hour. But if you really want to do, uh, you know, a a a researched hour of broadcasting, it's got to be in, you. You got to research the, the 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 sixty minutes beforehand. So again, three hours of radio is probably four, four hours of prep. I just it's insane. And, uh, I mean, so again, a great broadcaster and, uh, I I'm glad that, um, I ended up where I'm at to where I'm able to help. And, uh, but I just tell people that when you're donating and, and helping, uh, David, it's a, it's for a great cause. And this is real. I mean, what, what he's able to, uh, to bring, uh, to the forefront and expose and, and give, give you, um, good information. Again, that's coming from a place of, of, of true work and, and character. And so I'm anyway, I'm pr- proud to be here and it's a lot of work. Uh, I, I can't, I can't emphasize that enough. I mean, I've been in, I've done hundreds of radio shows but between Billy and myself. We've probably done over a hundred shows together, at least somewhere in there. We've done a lot of programs between your shows and America right. unplugged and everything else. And, uh, again, always taxing to, to, to do this program just because it's a, it's a, it's a lot. And, uh, anyway, proud, proud to be here, Billy. I mean, I, well, we got about, you know, 20 minutes left or so. Um, do you want to open up the phone lines, take some calls? Of course. Sure, that's great. I just saw the phone was ringing and uh, uh, somebody was calling the toll-free. If you want to call in, if you got a question for myself or for uh, Billy Ray Valentine, you can call 888-770-1776. Again, that's 888-770-1776. I'll, here, here's what I'll tell you on the phone line. If you call in, uh, give your question or comment for Billy, and then I'm going to take you off the line. I know um, I, I have to explain that because we've got limited time, uh, but also the type of technology that we have. <laughs> uh, I told you, it's, just, it's, it's a question or, or comment, so it's 888-770-1776. And uh, again, final 20-minute stretch of the 
David Knight show. And, uh, I'm just so honored to have filled in for, uh, the last, uh, what since last Thursday. And of course, Gar Goldsmith, uh, thank you for, uh, coming in and, and, uh, doing a magnificent job as well. I'm going to put the number in the chat. All right. Well, congratulations to you and Mr. Goldsmith for the week. You guys did an excellent job, man. Um, and I know it's not easy. I could, I don't think I could ever do anything like this. I do an hour. I, I can do an hour. <laughs> I don't know about three. You, of course that, you could go. I don't know. All right, caller, you're on there. Welcome to the David Knight show. You're on with Billy Ray Valentine. Well, I saw that video from the psychological warfare group, um, a couple of weeks ago on Twitter and I posted on their YouTube channel, hmm. um, which is striking because the spirit, I think, can go back to the Holy Spirit. I know in nowadays we don't refer to the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost, but we refer to the Holy Spirit, sorry. Sure. And um, Paul says that when we become followers of Christ, we put to death ourselves, and in the newness of Christ, the Holy Spirit lives within. Second Thessalonians chapter two talks about where uh, the lawless man of lawlessness will enter into the temple. Well, what is the new temple? The temple of man where the believer is, is the temple of God, where the Holy Spirit reigns. Well, when the, when the carnal man doesn't know God, the lawless man of the spirit dwells within that non-believer i think this is where this is coming from if you look at the thessalonians chapter 2 it i think talks pretty pointed to what's happening here i think you're right it's basically hijacking the soul and that's what you know billy and i were referring to that's they it's not just about hearts and minds anymore folks i mean it's truly Again, this is their own propaganda, their own message is they're going after the soul of humanity. And uh, this is a micro, even this is the army, this is a microcosm of things. But uh, yeah, great, great point. And I, I appreciate the the Bible verse as well. Right, we're going to go on to the next caller. Well, Billy, what do you think about that? I think he's right. Um, I think, you know, um, our body is the temple, right? And And the Holy Spirit lies within the breath of the Creator. Once the breath leaves us, you know, that's when we die. Uh, so, yeah, no, absolutely. And, and they're trying to corrupt that and hijack that. And they're doing a job at it, too. They're, they're, they're succeeding. Absolutely. I think, I think the caller was absolutely right. Yeah, again, uh, if you want to call in the last uh, 15 minutes of the show or so, it's 888-770-1776. I try to get to the calls. Obviously, there, there's a caller on the line. I can't do call away. I'm not, I'm not that masterful yet. Uh, I have, a, <laughs> we'll figure it out. Don't my, my system is one step at a time. I'm, I'm not where I was two years ago. I mean, I'm definitely not there. I used to have to do my commercials by putting the, the headset over the mic, you know, so <laughs> people could hear the back. So I'm, not, I'm not there. I'm not there now. I'm a little bit better off. So 888-770-1776. And, uh, you can join and I never know what Billy and I are going to talk about. Usually we did a little bit of back and forth this morning, but uh, this is the kind of programming that uh, Billy and I get into. And it's always the best conversation. I hear we got to call Billy standby. All right. All right, caller, you're on the air. Welcome to the David Knight show with Billy Ray Valentine and Tony Arterburn. Hi, um, my name is Mr. G and I just want to say that you guys are fantastic broadcasters. And that Paratruthers Unite 
I just wanted to say that. <laughs> I also wanted to say one other thing that Mr. Billy the Kid, Billy Ray, um, he, sh- I would love to hear him talk to this uh, this Chris Graves character on the topic of Mr. Kirk Cobain's death. And that's about it. You guys keep on, keep it on. Thank, thank, thank you, Carl. Thank you, Carl. So we had Mr. G call in uh, there for you, Billy. He wants you to do um, a specific podcast on Kirk Cobain. You know, I, there's some researcher out there named Chris Graves that keeps calling my program. Uh, <laughs> we'll have to figure out who they He says, Paratruthers Unite. Yeah, that's a, uh, I, I should, I wish I had that. Uh, well, maybe we can pull up that logo. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I told, um, uh, Kenzie, I, I wanted to get a logo done for Paratruther because I was thinking I, I was going to do an audio only podcast just for research, you know, um, right. along with the Art of Burn radio transmission where I'm not live because I can never really plan on a live show a lot anymore just in my time. Uh, so she created a logo. Maybe we'll show you that logo here before the, the show ends. And we got another call. So stand by. All right, caller, you're on the air. Welcome to the David Knight show with Billy Ray Valentine and Tony Arterman. Hi again, Tony. This is Johnny in Denmark. Um, congrats on and thanks again for another great show with another great guest. Thanks, Johnny. And uh, I just, uh, sure. Uh, thank you. And uh, I was just wondering what you guys thought, because I heard you saying the other day that you were saying, ah, maybe World War Three, maybe World War Four, and for a while now. Um, I've been thinking that we're in uh, World Wars Four to Seven, World War Three <laughs> having been the Cold War. Uh, World War Four continues to be the de jure war on terror, which began in earnest on uh, September 11th, um, 2001. And World War V continues to be the de facto uh, war on biological genders, biological life, biological mm. health, and biological sex, Christianity and Christians, conservatism and conservatives, constitutionalism and constitutionalists, critical thought and critical thinkers, free market capitalism and free market capitalists, God, heterosexuality and heterosexuals, libertarianism and libertarians, pacifism and pacifists, unalienable human rights, U.S. American, Americana and U.S. Americans, Western civilization and Western people, and whiteness and whites. World War VI continues to be the de facto war on humanity, and World War VII continues to be the de facto war on nationalism, Putin, Russia, and, of course, the Great Awakening. Johnny, that's a great breakdown. I actually think we're in uh, War 666, somewhere in there. Uh, at the... <laughs> I think it's the uh, the Hobbesian war of all against all, uh, sir. And, uh, you know, it's again, war is a racket. War is hell. It, war has um, it always leads to, to nowhere. I'm going to put, put, put it that way. And it is it is the devil's playground. You get so much opportunity comes out of war, reshaping society, enriching uh, satanic bankster entities. Uh, it never, again, never turns out well. It's, uh, it should only be used for defensive purposes. And St. Uh, Augustine, the just war uh, in the uh, Christian ethos is the only way that, that uh, war is justified at all. But, Johnny, thank, thanks so much for your call. Always great to hear from you. Hopefully, when I host next time, we'll, we'll have you back on. Thanks, my friend. Well, again, Billy, we're in World War 666, somewhere in there. Uh, and I, that's what I came up with uh, during <laughs> Johnny's assessment. Uh, but he's not wrong. I mean, it's, it's, it's sophisticated. It's prevalent. It's everywhere. Just, just know that we're at war. I mean, Don Jeffries talked about, you know, this is world war three, uh, cause it's the war of all the nations that, you know, the governments against their people that's evident now. Yeah. I mean, that's, that is truly evident. We are, um, we are in a worldwide war. This is something 
you can use history as a guide, but this has really never happened before on in this way. Uh, history repeat doesn't repeat, but it often rhymes. So again, um, it's a worldwide war, you know, and you see uh, the people standing up, right? It, it, like when they uh, attempted to vaccinate uh, 99% of the population of earth, so many people rose up and pushed back, you know? So there is that war between the governments of the world and, and the people of the world. And let's remember what side we're on here, whether you like it or not, we are the people. You know, and, and I keep driving that point home because it's it's essential to realize that we are not on their side. They are not on our side. You know, even if they if they think if they paint a picture that um, that they are here to help or that they are here to enrich humanity and to to lift us up. They, they, this is not the case. We are on our own, you know, and once we realize that and come together as a people, you know, we'll be in a lot better state at, at fighting these people and pushing back now as far as world wars right um officially there's only been two of them right but um and, and i think that goes back to the definition of the word uh, uh, war and and that's uh while there is one definition it can be applied to certain di uh, different uh, situations uh and i think people are waiting for the the hot war right like the all-out real not real all, all, you know there are plenty of real wars going on right now and the war on the mind is a very re real war too but uh, you know with weapons and bombs and the whole deal that's the world war three people are waiting for and uh, that hasn't exactly happened yet but if you go to the ukraine it's happened if you go to yemen you know it's it's a very different situation over in yemen right they'll tell you that world war three has been going on for quite some time for them you go over to uh, the middle east the same thing afghanistan you know these countries uh, that were once uh, beautiful, you know, and thriving are, are left in rubble now, you know, because of the policies of the West, largely. So, um, so yeah, th there's uh, different situations for different people. Let's hope to God that uh, that the hot World War Three doesn't come to pass anytime soon, if ever. But uh, it seems like we're itching closer and closer to it, Tony. We've had this discussion before. Yes, it, it feels like we're tippy toeing right there to the edge. What's up? I hear you. We're gonna have more. Then I'm gonna uh, more callers. We'll see if we can get at least one more uh, before we end the show. Let's bring this caller on the air. Caller, you're on the David Knight Show. Welcome. Hey Tony, this is John One Forty Nine. Hey John, I want to say hello to Billy. What's up, buddy? I want to ask Tony, why did you move to the Ozarks, and why is Billy still living in the Bronx? I'm <laughs> Well, uh, there is a open source fact that, uh, that Billy has land in the Ozarks because I own land in the Ozarks. Therefore, ergo, Billy has land. So he, he has land. He just chooses not to be here right now. If he ever needs to go to the Ozark, I got at least an acre for him. He just knows that that's his fallback <laughs> position. Uh, but, but Billy's on the front lines of the war on your mind and uh, the war on freedom and humanity. We're right there. We got him in the epicenter, the belly of the beast. We got him and of course, he's, uh, this is where he's from. Is the Bronx, New York. He's a uh, he's a researcher and a truth seeker. So, uh, I, I guess I'll I'll answer that because I did my research and I decided this is where I wanted to be. But I'd already had the advantage of being up here uh, when I was a kid. I was 13 years old, and my grandfather Morris Arterburn asked me, "Where do you want to buy land?" Now, this is a fortunate thing for a 13 year old. I said, "I wanted let's go to the Ozarks." I just read a book on coon hunting on you know for for coon hounds and raccoons and all that's fun you know and i when i read a book i think it was by wilson rawls 
the same guy that wrote uh, Where the Red Fern Grows. So uh, I'd never been to the Ozarks, so we drove around up here for an entire summer. And the land that I'm on right now is was a the pathway, the gateway to the land he he would have bought back in the uh, early 90s. So uh, I've just been familiar with his area. So now I leave my property every day and I, I drive to Branson, Missouri, and um, I've got my 13 pound beans, the brave. She's here to protect me against woodland creatures, not my rooster. She, she watched me as my rooster bloodied my, my knee this morning, but uh, I got him pretty good. I mean, again, he's not in a cook pot, so he's, he's doing pretty well. Um, he's not, <laughs> this Friday didn't end in with, with herb prices, so we'll, we'll leave it at that. Billy, I'll, I'll let you answer. And then, uh, Hey, caller. Thanks John for, for calling. So Billy, why aren't, why aren't you in those arcs yet? John, what's up, buddy? How you doing? Thanks for the question. Um, so, uh, why am I, am I not in the Ozarks yet? And, and, and Tony's very kind and he means every word he says, by the way, I'm sure if I just showed up there one day, he's like, Hey, you're right over there. It's yours. Go, go. I, I'm, I, I would bet every dime I had that that is, uh, would be absolutely true. Um, that being said, I, I'm, I'm from the Bronx. I was born in the Bronx, raised in the Bronx. It, it, it's made up who I am and I am very proud of it. I'm very happy with me. And while this um, isn't exactly the most uh, ideal of situations here in New York City, um, I'm not ready to leave. I'm going to, uh, I plan on on, on uh, branching out and having other places to go. But uh, a part of me will always remain here in the Bronx and in New York. I, I have people here, you know, that that, I'd like to help if I could, you know, so I'm, I'm going to try my damnedest to, to arm the people of the Bronx and the people of New York city, you know, with, with, um, maybe some alternative knowledge and, and, and maybe something that we can fall back on when things are hard. You know, I, I mean, I have all these plans in my head, you know, it might be utopian, but but I still want to see if I can carry him through. So I'm not ready to leave the Bronx. I'm here for a reason. Um, the Lord put me here. So I plan on seeing that through, you know, um, and, you know, whether, whether or not I accomplish whatever I'm thinking is different, you know, but at the end of the day, when it's time to go, I want to sit back and say, well, I tried at least I put everything into it. And uh, so what am I going to do if I run? You know, I'm, I mean, I, I have to stay here. I have to stay here and, and, and try my best here to represent what we are trying to do collectively as a people, as the alternative media, you know, and, and, and be a representation of that, a, a, a legit, a humble and, and, and uh, uh, a fearful uh, servant of God here in the Bronx. So that's, that's the best explanation I can give you. I hope, uh, I hope it, Helped answer the question. Well, I, Billy, it, it, and that's a genuine explanation because I know you very well. And uh, he, he means every word of that uh, on his side of where he's going to be. Look, we all have choices to make. And at the end of the day, I've decided, you know, my prayer and my meditation, everything that I do, it all leads back to the phrase, I'm going to die on empty. I'm going to do everything I can to resist what's coming, to speak out against satanic lies or what I perceive as evil to speak the truth and to, to promote beauty and goodness and peace. I'm going to continue to do that. 
And I also remember something, the great, one of the greatest war practitioners of all time, I've said this quote many, many times, but that was General Douglas MacArthur. He's probably the greatest general since Alexander the Great. And um, you look at what he said about uh, safety. He said, there is no safety on this earth. There's only opportunity. Mm. I mean, the chances of me being hurt and the chances of, of Billy being hurt are pretty much about the same. I mean, I might be able to grow a little bit of food depending on what happens, but we both, I mean, Billy and I both, because we speak out against these issues, um, we're, we're not the friends of the power structure. We're not hiding. So, I mean, even though I'm a little off grid, that doesn't necessarily strategically make me better. Plus, I'm in the gold and silver business. I mean, I'm just literally calling in an airstrike on myself. Uh, <laughs> so I understand that. I know what the consequences are, and that's okay um, because uh, I've been, I mean, my, my life has been one of, uh, the what, something I'm very grateful for. I've met some extraordinary people. I've had an extraordinary experience. Um, you know, I, I've been very blessed. And so uh, at this, I'm 42. And so I just feel like, you know, I've lived a good life and I'm going to continue. I will hope I get to be, you know, I, even though rooster, my rooster doesn't want me to live that long. I, I hope I get to be a little bit older and, um, you know, maybe I'll learn some more. So I have better broadcast. And, uh, I think that's, that's the legacy I want to leave, but I don't know, look, you can homestead, you can do all these things you can prepare and, you know, and I, uh, you can buy storable food, which I, I think you should, you should have all these things for your family, but who knows? I mean, there, there is, you can't, you can't hedge against, it's why the, you know, the title of zero hedge comes from the movie fight club. Mm. And it says on a long enough timeline, the survival rate for everyone drops to zero. That's why your faith and what you value most that eternity comes into play because you're not going to be in this existence forever. It's a temporary existence, but your soul, see, that's why I think we, again, we only got a couple minutes left, but just uh, your analysis on that, Billy, that really, I think that made the whole week that captured uh, the week of hosting that, that analysis there at the end about that Cywar video, the ghost and the machine, they are after our souls. And so if you, if you win the war of protecting your spirit, then you win. The, ultimately, that's the goal, right? That's that is what you must protect at all costs, and that is your faith and what you believe in, who you are uh, on on a spiritual level. If you keep that intact, uh, then you can survive this no matter what happens to your physical realm. Although I do place value on that, but uh, Billy, I'll let you have the last word. Tell people where they can find you. Well, you're absolutely right, Tone, and thank you for having me. Thank you for David Knight for doing a show. And the great week that you guys had, thank you very much for all of that. You can find me at theinfinitefringe.podbeam.com. You can find me at The Infinite Fringe on Apple Podcast. You know, um, go over there, take a listen. I had to take down the majority of my episodes because of copyright stuff, because I really like music and I put up, you know, a lot of mainstream music that I like. And that bit me in the ass, so I had to take down. But there's still a good amount of episodes you can go up there and listen to. And uh, recently we've pumped some out. So please go over there if you so choose. Also, America Unplugged on Rockfin with the dude right here, the wisest of all the wolves, Mr. Tony Atterburn and the legendary Don Jeffries every Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern. You'll catch us over there breaking down, um, you know, the mainstream news. And uh, I know we're going to get into this video. We have to get Don's thoughts on this. Plus, we, we, we just we need to talk about this further. So. If you if if you're interested, go over there and check us out, man. I appreciate everyone. Take it easy now. Thank thank you, Billy. And of course, uh, Arterburn.news for me, Wise Wolf.
goldandsilver.com, wisewolf.gold, and you can also go to davidknight.gold. Give David uh, some credit for your gold and silver purchases uh, from uh, all of the Arterburn family, Beans the Brave, and myself. We appreciate you. Thank you so much to the Knight family as well for allowing me to host. It's been a great honor. Uh, I'm here available anytime for David. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. End of transmission.